Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails, maybe read your emails, and maybe read your reviews. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. And I producer Maria. Should we just try to bang through voicemails? Hell or should yeah. we read some reviews? Okay, yeah, let's just bang. We don't want to yes. read any reviews whatsoever. Did we get did we get some new ones? Yeah, you guys got some new ones for sure. Ooh, we're at nine hundred and twenty one. Oh my god, we're getting we're there. So we're so close. There. We're getting there. Uh I'll read this one from the original chair bear. Stetton is my fave. What the fuck? Love the pod. Love all the ladies. But Melissa, you girl are my favorite. You ladies have me laughing at work like a crazy woman. Honk, honk. Love y'all. Oh, here's a great one. This is insensitive and annoying. Yeah, hold on. Let me just read it before it's funny. If it's Oh, no. This person thinks we wrote ourselves all of our five-star reviews. Well, that's impossible. <laughs> that's impossible. You can only write one per account. But I will say, he says, it's uh, it's not cute to act like you have no thoughts in your head, especially when it's clear it's an act. So this person <laughs> thinks we're smart. Oh, thank you. This person thinks we're smart that we're they just putting on an act. think we're acting dumb? No, no, we, we're, the, we're dumb. <laughs> we are dumb. We, <laughs> it's not an act. We are dumb. Uh, also, we did not write all these five-star reviews. People actually like our podcast. Okay, so here's a five-star review from Scotty. Number one fan, number one procrastinator. I have been listening to web crawlers since the beginning, and I'm sorry, mainly to Maria, that it has taken so long to review. <laughs> Thank the you. The show is for anyone who enjoys fun conversations, is accepting of other people, and their hilarious <laughs> voicemails, and most importantly, identifies as a bimbo. 
Allie, Melissa, and Maria brighten my day and make me feel like I'm part of an extended inside joke. Keep up the good work, ladies. Love you. Honk, honk. Wow, that was like the opposite of the other review. It was. This is from AOTZN. La la la. This podcast is something for everyone from deep dive on pizza controversies to amazing interviews with Salem witch experts. I seriously feel like I'm hanging out with my best friends when I listen. I even caught my 11-year-old daughter eavesdropping on a few episodes, and she agrees it's entertaining and and interesting. Love you, ladies. (laughs) We'll see about that. (laughs) We'll see if that 11-year-old exists. All right. So this is from Shazbot. I'll read this one, of course. Allie is a babe. What What a great show. Since I stopped commuting. What's up, COVID? Web Crawlers is the only podcast I still consistently listen to. Been a fan of Allie and Melissa since another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Allie Allie is the undisputed queen of hotties. Yeah. Honk, honk. Shout out (laughs) to Maria and Melissa. But Allie, hubba, hubba. If, (laughs) if If she was president... She would be Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Now that now that one I did right. <laughs> you this does sound like your voice. Hubba hubba sounds that, like something you'd that, say. Oh yeah, it does. Awooga. Awooga. Hummina hummina. <laughs> Uh, this is from Enjoy Chelsea Eleven. Love the pod. This is a beautiful one that we have. This we read this in our group chat together, and this is probably the nicest oh, review we've ever received. Right. Okay, ten ten. Highly recommend. Found you guys through the Alarmist, and I am addicted. Not to be a bummer or anything, but I want y'all to know that you have helped me through one of the hardest points in my life. Last year at the age of 29, I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer and just completed 16 rounds of chemo. I would save your episodes every week as hard as it was for my chemo days. And it actually made me look forward to my treatment. Hilarious and always interesting topics. I could listen to these three talk about dirt and it would be hysterical <laughs> this mm-hmm. is let me tell you about dirt uh this yeah. is the only review i've ever made and that tells you something fantastic podcast keep up the great work and this is for this is my friendly reminder to check your tatas honk honk chelsea from tennessee so wow so sweet. that's so thank you chelsea nice. and we are so glad that you are feeling better now and that we could be of some sort of help to you during your journey and we are there for you if you ever need us so thank you for leaving that review and for taking time out of your day we appreciate it should we get into voicemails yeah yeah, yeah. yes Hey there, I'm calling, uh, this is for web crawlers, I'm calling back, I'm the girl who called and you played last week about her, my childhood bedroom that was a basement with a well, Maria said she, that my voice was maybe messed up and she couldn't hear me on the other two voicemails, so she had oh. to back, um, it was, uh, yeah, sorry, you maybe couldn't hear me. I had a sinus infection at the time when I left them voicemails, oh, no. and that was that long ago. No shade. I also have another sinus infection right now, but anyway. Oh, no. Yeah, so the house with the my basement bedroom, it's pretty hard to talk about because my mom actually sold that house last week, and oh. I don't want to say a lot of horror stories about the house. And then... They sue her, but yeah, my bedroom was the basement and it was like 12 feet away from 
a Catholic church's graveyard. Um, what? My bedroom actually had like a priest hall, <laughs> a priest hall like to escape. In the you know in the J, it's like the James Bond film with Skyfall. You know he like has a secret hall and he escapes and he's like runs out into the hills or whatever when there's a fire. Yeah, my bedroom also had that. So uh, that wow. was pretty fun to use as a teenager. Um, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why my mum trusted me to have that bedroom. But yeah, sneaking out well, all the time. that basement. Um, yeah, and also the well. Yeah, it is literally a well. We'd have to pump it out, like pump the water out. Um, the well also flooded the bedroom one time I was at school luckily um yeah and there was lots of other ghostly things going on in the house too um apparently ghosts act up more around teenage girls uh-oh I think there should be a part two yeah. that's not good ghosts act up more around teenage girls is that what she likes hello this is for the web crawlers so, yeah, apparently, um, ghosts act up more and she got really, so when I moved to university, the house got a lot quieter, um, and then my mom got a new boyfriend and the boyfriend had a teenage daughter and the teenage daughter started staying around and everything started happening again, which isn't cute, is it? Like, pervy ghost, oh. whatever. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, I this whole basement bedroom thing. I had sleep paralysis uh. in the basement once. Yeah, it was pretty scary. Um, it was terrifying. I think that's what I left in my last message. Um, yeah, I was literally traumatized in this sleep paralysis. I was thirteen or eleven or something. I didn't have a clue what was going on. Um. And then a week later, I went to go and see the movie Inception. And you know, at the end, you don't know if he's awake or not, if he's alive or not, whatever. It scared the shit out of me. Oh. Yeah. It, oh, God, I'm like getting like goose pimples now. Yeah, hopefully you might be able to understand me, sorry, with this one. Um, mm. I have a very funny accent. And very Northern English. Um, I mean, also have a sinus infection. I'm bloody hair fever. Um, hopefully you can hear me. If not, give me a shower um, or something or other. Right. Have a lovely day. Love you lot. Bye, my mind. No, it's fine by my dear. <laughs> Oh, shit. I will say, wow! I, it wasn't that I couldn't understand her. It was the the phone was cutting in and out. Yeah, no, it so, wasn't her. It was yeah, it was the connection. It, so was it really wasn't. Bad. It didn't have to do with your voice. You have a beautiful, lovely <laughs> no. voice. It was that the phone cut in and out. So that's. Fun. I want a secret tunnel. I know. Okay, next message. Hey, this is a message for the web callers. It's Ashley calling from Ontario again. Hello. I just finished listening to your mailbag episode where uh, Kai was talking about having a dream that predicted the death of people in his family. Oh, I, yeah. too, have had a premonition of death as a member of my family. Oh, oh, um, wow. I had a dream probably more than a decade ago now at this point where um, I was in a white room with my cousin, and he just looks at me and he says, um, Uncle G has a um, has lung cancer and he's going to die. And then I woke up. 
like, that was it. That was the dream. Um, so I woke up, but I was upset because by this point, I had had enough premonitions in my life to learn to listen to my dreams because they always mean something. And then over time, I eventually put it out of my head. And then a couple of years after that, I was living on my own and I woke up in the middle of the night to a bat that had flown in through my bedroom window and was flying around in my living room. That was a vampire. I, I caught it, set it free, whatever. And then I opened up my dictionary of superstitions to see what that meant. And a bat flying in through an open window is apparently an omen of death. Oh. And then, I don't know, six months to a year after that, I ran into my uncle downtown and I hadn't seen him for quite some time and he was very, very thin. And I commented on this and he informed me that he had lung cancer. And unfortunately, he uh, passed away that Christmas. Oh, no. So that is my story of premonition. Keep up the awesome work, guys. And talk to you again soon. La, la, la. Dang. That's crazy. Jesus, that is crazy. That's scary. I hope I never have another dream again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or see a bat. Yeah. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. This is Donna from Delaware. I'm, I called before about the lost episode and about a bumblebee before. But anyway, so I'm calling today because this quote randomly popped into my head. And it was, you stole my story. <laughs> I'm not sure what episode it was I was listening to, but I think it was where Melissa said that quote too. And I had one of those stars, they're just like us moments when I thought of it because that quote has popped into my head at least once a week since I saw that movie like forever ago. So I just wanted to call and tell you guys that once again, you're the best, and I love you, web crawlers. La la la. That's funny. It was originally Maria who said it. Yeah, yeah, that's Maria. You stole my story. You stole that's my right. story. <laughs> you stole my you story. That popped into my head like a week ago as well. Yeah, secret window, baby. You stole my story. <laughs> you stole my story. Okay, next message. Hi, this is a message for the web crawlers. Uh, my name is Jennifer. I love you guys. I love your podcast. I've been listening for a long time. Um, but somewhat, one of the recent mailbag episodes reminded me of uh, the sleep paralysis episodes you've done. And I actually made my mom listen to the first sleep paralysis episode because um, she always told me when I was a kid that when she was young, if she got sick, she would stay in her parents' bedroom. And when she would be really, really sick with a fever and just totally out of it, she would always see this man who she described as wearing an Abraham Lincoln-style hat, which um, oh, sounds man. to me like the hat, hat man. man. Um, and she always assumed it was somebody who died in the house. Um, and so when I sent her your episode, she was, like, totally freaked out um, and couldn't believe it. She, she turned it off because she was too scared. Um, so oh. I didn't know if you'd ever heard of that before of somebody not experiencing sleep paralysis, but who's sick and sees the hat man or any of the other apparitions. Um, anyway, thanks for everything you do. 
Um, you guys are the best. You're my favorite. Um, yeah, have a good day. That's just hallucinating. Yeah, maybe if you're sick, you're kind of in between like a dream and or maybe if you have a high fever or something like that, you can get into a hallucinatory state. That's so weird that that's a thing that people see. It's just so strange. Hi, this is for web crawlers. It's Kai. Hey. Hi. Um, I'm just calling back uh, because I didn't want to leave a part three the last time because I speak too much. It would have led to a part four. And then by part nine, you probably would have been sick of me. Um, but um, first off, I want to talk about the sex Olympics thing. So someone on TikTok, because I'm a 21-year-old, so that's where I get all my news now, um, posted how they put a pin in, um, on Tinder in the village, and they've been getting, like, all the hot, like, people. Well, I'm gay. So I've been going on Grinder, and it is hella, like, the finest grade meets there. It is like going to a four dollar oh, sign steakhouse, and I'm telling you, the, I I wish I was an Olympian. I know that probably the only thing I could do is curling, and that's in the winter, but still hella hot. Um, also, weirdly, a lot of Brazilians, and I can't tell if that's just a lot of people in Tokyo, um, in that area, are from Brazil and they just live there, or if they're um, just Brazil secretly the gayest country in the world. Um, but really interesting. Yeah. I'm glad I pointed it out. I, for some reason, could, why, why I wouldn't understand that the Olympics would be one giant orgy. But back to the matter at hand, <laughs> um, I personally don't feel spiritually connected. This is kind of, that was like a kind of bomb dropped on me. And I've been thinking about it and getting more into spiritual stuff, but I'm not like spiritual with that at all. Um, because my therapist explained it's more of like a cognitive thing. Um, then, um, that deals with my disability with Asperger's. Just basically, she said that, like, it's probably something in the back of my mind that I'm picking up minor details that people and normal people and even I wouldn't recognize. Um, but my back of my brain is where mm. I can see that someone is going to die and it's probably the dream is a coping mechanism. Mm. Um, which makes sense because most of the people oh. who died around me were very, very old. Um, like most people are when they die, which is old. Um, um, oh God, I'm losing my, I'm scared that the goodbye is going to come up and then I'm going to get cut off. That's kind of terrifying. Um, um, anyway, um, there's only three I can't explain that wouldn't make sense because they either, it was either a freak accident, a car wreck or, um, just died wow. like out of nowhere. So someone, I'm like, mm, well, I couldn't tell. You can't tell if someone's going to die if it's in a car wreck. Like, that's unexpected. Mm-hmm. I think there is a, a part, part two. two. Yes. Hi, this is for web crawlers. It's Kai again. Um, just part two of my part two of my miniseries on your show. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry about all the phone calls. I talk a lot. We love it. But basically, personally, I think it's a cognitive thing. Um, but my cousin explains it in a spiritual way, and I've just been listening to other podcasts, and it seems what? like Southern Appalachian people, like, <laughs> all have, like, this weird spiritual thing of, like, premonitions and ghosts and talking to people, and she talked about how I should communicate with, like, spirits and stuff, which I don't think I have, at least to my knowledge, um, and I should be hella haunted because I collect photos of dead people, like, old dead people, and, like, um, I have some stuff given to me from wars that are, like, really like disturbing 
and I don't have people haunting my house, at least to my knowledge, unless they're, unless they're treating me very nice, which then I'm glad because <laughs> I get spooked very easy. Yeah, that's that's all. So I I couldn't go up to you and be like, I know your future, I know your past, I know when you're gonna die. It's kind of just unexpected, and I still kind of think um, it is just like I can read the eyes of people. I'm gonna say the eyes because. My mom used to say, if you look into the eyes of people, you know when they're going to die, which is oh, terrifying. Especially she told me this when I was very young. So very terrifying. But yeah, but thanks. Uh, love your podcast. And uh, I hope you all are doing fine. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> wow. What a wow. thing for your mom to tell you. Yeah. Look at if you can look, look into the eyes, you can tell when they're going to die. Okay. Yikes. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. This message is for the web crawlers. My name is Lindsay, and you guys were just talking about secret menus, which reminded me of, um, I live in Oxford, Mississippi. There's a school here, and like that's why most people live here, but I'm a 30-year-old woman, and I'm just here. Um, but whenever I moved here, everyone was, like, talking about, like, oh, there's this really cool bar that's only open from, like, midnight to 3 a.m. on the weekends, and it's called the Secret Grilled Cheese Bar. And I was what? like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Sign um, me and up. then I got a thing at the pizza place, and then they were like, um, so we're also the Secret Grilled Cheese. And I was like, wait, at that Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I was talking to my boyfriend about how I always wanted to call you guys, but I never had a good reason. And then I had a dream 
that's all ghost. And in my dream, I said, now I can finally call the web crawlers. <laughs> um, anyway, love you guys. Bye. A gr- secret girl cheese shop. Amazing. Sounds good to me. Midnight. Sounds good to me. Oh, I would love a grilled cheese and tomato soup right yes. now. Yes. Can you imagine? Oh, I can't imagine. Hey, it's Lindsay again. Um, I feel like I'm calling like my ex-boyfriend and I'm drunk. Um, um, but what I was going to say is I forgot to tell you guys that I got fired from the pizza place after like two weeks um, oh, no. because I sat down to check my phone at the bar when I was waiting on the manager and there was no one else in the restaurant. And I got a text like two hours before my next shift and he was like, I told you that's a non-negotiable. And I was like, okay, well, your restaurant fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> sorry, this has nothing to do with uh, creepy <laughs> stuff. Love, love the web crawly fight. <laughs> you should like, unless someone's texting all day long and it's interfering with their job, like let people text at work. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, like if people are bored at work. Let them text. And there's there's no one there and there's nothing to do. Like, come on. <sighs> Don't Let be a narc. Let them text. Hello. This is a message for the gorgeous yeah there's one of those delis in australia maybe that's what i'll do my episode on yeah yeah yep yeah it's about time it's about time hey this message is for the web crawlers this is amberly again from savannah first of all like i hate my voice i can't stand listening to my own voice 
and I get nervous when I call in. And the last time I listened to my message from you guys, or to you guys, I said like a million times, and it was horrible. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to not be so, not talk so fast, and not say like a thousand times. I just heard on the mailbag episode weird food combinations. So I don't know if this is like super weird, but we, my niece when she was little used to watch this show iCarly and they did taco spaghetti, or spaghetti tacos. So she wanted to make them. So we made spaghetti tacos. We just did like spaghetti sauce, normal way, but we put taco seasoning in the spaghetti sauce and then we put them in like crunchy taco shells. And then we put, like, sour cream and taco toppings on them. Okay. And we use Parmesan cheese. That's fine. But the other day, I was at my sister's house, and we forgot to get, like, um, taco shells. So we just took tortilla chips and crunched them up on top and then put sour cream and cheese and stuff and did, like, yeah. a taco salad but with spaghetti. Okay. And the funniest part was my niece said something about us being weird. And I said, you think we're weird? And she goes, yeah, we're weird. Look what we're doing to this pasta. This is not what normal people eat. So anyway, I just, it's really good. But apparently, it's kind of a weird food combination. So anyway, thank you guys. Bye. Spaghetti with tortilla chips. That doesn't sound... There's a lot of pictures of spaghetti tacos on Google. Yeah. You just type in spaghetti tacos and it's like a thing. And I think it... I, 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 I just I don't know, know if the so- the tomato sauce goes well with tortilla chips. Oh, baby, this looks delicioso. Okay. Tell me that doesn't look good to you, what I just put in the... Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. See, that looks delicious. Yeah, that looks good. It's a see very, that is that's like a that's bolognese. Legit just, yeah, yeah. That's just spaghetti in a taco shell. I don't need. I don't need this other kind of like. I don't need the real taco ness of the sp- of the spaghetti taco. I can see a taco shell with spaghetti being good. It's just when it's like crunched up, sprinkled, that doesn't sound good to me. But this, the picture of the taco, spaghetti taco looks good. Yeah, I don't need a spaghetti taco that looks like this, where there's, you know, tomato and cilantro and... Right. Cheddar cheese. Yeah, I don't need that. But I'll have straight up spaghetti in a taco shell. Okay. I just want a taco. I just want a taco where I want spaghetti. Oh, I definitely don't want a spaghetti taco with guacamole on it. Now right. we're getting insane. Yeah. Hi, this is just for the red crawlers. Oh my God, red crawlers. Oh, I hate myself. Um, my name is Megan. I have listened since the beginning um, and just never called in. But this, um, I felt compelled after the... Uh, most recent mailbag episode. I think it was like called Ranch on Pasta. Um, <laughs> at the very end, um, a guy called in named Kai and talks about how yes. um, he had like dreams of people dying and stuff. Um, I just wanted to let him know and also you guys know that um, you're not crazy because I also have had that um, oh. like multiple times in my life. The The most like notable one was my grandfather um, this was like five years ago, but I just had like a dream randomly, um, that someone was going to die. I didn't know who, but someone close to me was going to die. Um, and then the next day I got a call from my mom that my grandpa was in a car accident 
And then whenever we got there, um, he was, he was dead. And then, um, I haven't had anything else happen that was related to death, but I have had multiple things happen to where like randomly like something would pop in my mind and I'd be like, okay, this is going to happen. So like, for example, you know, those like ceramic star Starbucks tumblers, like for the hot drinks. Um, I was in class one day, like in college and this girl walked in with it and immediately like something just popped to my mind and I was like, that's going to break. And less than five seconds later, she dropped it and it broke. So wow. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, I try to ignore it because I think it's a little creepy, but, um, yeah, Kai, you're not crazy. Or if you're crazy, then I'm crazy too. Um, but yeah, love you guys. Bye. Yeah. A lot of people with premonitions of things happening. I think a lot of that too is something that the guy before, forgive me, I can't remember the Kai. name. Um, Ty, yeah, Kai. said Kai, Kai, Kai. <laughs> something that Kai said about like hypervigilance where you know, when you notice things quite frequently, whether it's people, how people are walking or how they're holding things or what their mannerisms are, even if you don't really do it consciously, if you're doing it subconsciously, you might be like, subconsciously be like, okay, look, her fingers are kind of slipping or it doesn't look like she has a good grip on that. So then in your brain, you're like, that girl's going to drop that. Oh. And then she drops that. So I think some of... I think some of that is a mixture of hypervigilance and um, and also probably premonition. It's like that show, The Mentalist, where he pretends that he is a psychic, but really he's just hyper aware of his surroundings. And because of that, he's able to seem like he has premonitions or is psychic, but he really just scans both the room and the person that he's talking to. That being said, I've looked up cheesy taco spaghetti <laughs> casserole, and that looks really good. Yeah, that it's looks not delicious. A, yeah, it looks really good. It looks like it's like yeah. a Mexican pizza on top and yeah. then like spaghetti on the bottom. Yeah, it's like a spaghetti taco lasagna thing. That's I don't good. even know how to describe it, but it looks it looks good. I made so. a homemade Mexican pizza. It was so good because, you know, Taco Bell Ooh. got rid of them. Oh, right. Oh, interesting. And so I said, well, then I'm going to have to make it myself. It seems yeah, pretty easy. It's just like a couple tortillas with meat and then like refried beans on top. And you got to get enchilada sauce. You got to get like the Ooh. canned enchilada sauce. Enchilada um, sauce is good. And you got to do the. You got to make sure you do the tortillas right, which is like half doing it on pan half in the oven so it has that right consistency that's like oh. kind of crunchy yeah kind of like, chewy but kind of crunchy. crunchy it was really Dang. good wow wow <laughs> wow wow a message for the web crawlers this is margo from ohio and hey, i was in the mailbag episodes where you guys there's a supposed eight-year-old who called in i'm not saying oh. eight-year-old doesn't listen i listen with my eight-year-old stepdaughter sometimes and i heard her talk on the phone and she does not speak that well on the phone. Uh, they don't have the attention span for that. But um, also my fiancé is a musician. He said you can hear the dead mic or whatever it's called. Anyway, here is the eight-year-old. She has something to say to you guys. We have the web crawlers. Hi, I'm eight years old, and I'm, my dad is a musician. Margo, my team, you guys, very much. Bye. <laughs> Hey, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. was cute. That's cute. Now that was cute. Now that's cute. 
Now that is cute. Now that that is cute. Now that <laughs> we welcome all the eight year olds to the world oh, of all yeah. world. <laughs> You're okay. telling me a ghost dog? <laughs> You're telling me I saw a ghost dog? <laughs> okay, last message. I believe it's a two-parter. Hi, this yeah. is a message for Webcrawler. I just wanted to call in and say, yo, you guys are sick. I'm a day one, <laughs> long-time listener. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, Ali, you're sick. Melissa, you're sick. You. And I, producer Murder, mm-hmm. is fire as well. Wow. Um, I just wanted to fire. take a real quick trip down memory lane. Uh, back in the fucking day, uh, when you guys pulled that Ouija board trick on Ali and Ali, I know I saw the fear in your eyes. I think we all did that video on YouTube. I hope someone gave you a hug, man. You know, yeah, me like, too. Uh, no, no one did. At the end of the video, I'm literally not about to be okay. Melissa, I produced Maria. Great job. Love that shit. Um, you, I mean, fantastic. You guys should get an Oscar for that. You know, yeah. um, but yeah, best great job, guys. Keep doing crank. your thing, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, love from Canada. Peace. Wow. Oh, I love that guy. That's great. You're sick. You're fire as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last message of the day. Hi. Uh, this is for the web crawlers. I literally just called in, uh, <laughs> going over the memories of the Ouija board incident. <laughs> and um, I did actually have an episode request, which I totally forgot. Ooh. To- Say, I think it would be uh, fucking dope if you guys talked about this guy named Paul Amadeus Dianak. Not sure if you guys have talked about it. Paul Pretty sure you haven't, but I don't know. Um, the last yeah. name is spelled D-I-E-N-A-C-H. Paul Amadeus Dianak. This guy, uh, he fell into a coma back in the 1900s at some point, and he woke up in, I don't know, like 2,000 years into the future. And what? he was like, uh, he, like, they told him all these things that do eventually happen, um, in the future, like, after he fell into the coma. It's a crazy story. Like, I think it would be a sick episode. You know what I mean? Uh, big time, like, mystery, mystery vibes and, uh, just an enjoyable listen, I think. So, um, yeah, you know, would love to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, again, uh, love you guys. Great job. Ali, Melissa, and I, producer Maria. Uh, take care. Wow, Paul Amadeus Dianach. He was supposedly a time traveler. He Sick. wrote about... Yeah, interesting. He fell into a coma for a year. When he woke up, he began writing a diary that he kept secret until he contacted one of his students. Uh, in his writings, he claimed to have awakened in the body of a man, Andrew Northman, in the year 3906. So it says here on Quora, you know, that Quora, that Paul, this is someone writing in, Paul Dianoch never existed, nor did his pupil of the preface. It is a work of fiction that intends to convey a cultural, ideological vision of an author who desires the imagined future he describes in the book. Whoa. I don't know. Is that... So there's a book, though. True. George Papachatzis, a Greek. Among his publications is a supposed diary. Oh, so this writer published the supposed diary of Paul Amadeus Dianach. But perhaps he made it all up. 
who knows? But yes, it's going to be an interesting episode. Huh? Time yeah, we will. That's we'll definitely look into that. I'm fascinated by time travel. Can we do it? Can we not? Has it happened yet? We'll never know. We'll never know. All right, guys. Well, that is our mailbag episode for today. Please keep those voicemails coming. As you know, we love, love, love them. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. Bye, guys. Bye. An Erio's original. Powered by ACAST. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.